Hi, are you a woman in your 40s, 50s, 60s or beyond? Well, our conversations are for you. Hi, my name's Ali. Hi, my name's Kerry. So why don't you listen to our chat today? Hi, it's Ali here and I'm with Kerry. So in the UK, all the children have just gone back to school. And whether your child is just starting school for the first time, or they've gone up to the secondary school, started sixth form, or even gone off to university. How is that making you feel? Do you feel you're not needed so much? Are you feeling really proud? Or is your life actually falling apart because they don't need you so much? This is our topic today. Okay, Kerry, so your boys are now 10 and 17. But to start with, I want to go back to when they started school. How did that actually make you feel? Um, when they first started school, obviously I've got a big gap between the two. So I remember when Freddie first went to school, I was quite pleased. Because <laughs> I was like, way, I've got nine till three now, these hours where I know he's safe at school and I can crack on with lots of work. So going to school initially wasn't a problem for me. I actually was quite pleased that school happened. And the same with Charlie. Obviously, I've experienced Freddie going to secondary school. That was a biggie, actually. Mm. When he started secondary school, that was, it was more like, oh my God, he's growing up a bit. He's, he's a little fish in a big pond now. And there's like six formers that are adults. And then there's my little, little big, <laughs> Freddie. Oh, bless him. <laughs> my little giant going in as a year seven. That was quite heart-wrenching. And yeah. everything inside of me wanted to make sure he was safe and he was okay. But you, I had to learn to let him become independent and do his own thing you know I suppose at primary school you're sort of involved a lot you can go into the class and yes. you're there to pick up and drop off and and then it changes at secondary school where you have to pull back a bit as a mum mm. you know mm. not needed um, so much yeah not needed so much although you're still very much needed yes. you know you still you still make the lunches and you still pick them up from school and everything else but yeah you see the change happening where you're not needed so much as, as mum, it's your job to make sure everything's in place, but you have to learn to adapt and let go a bit as well. Yeah. Uh, your second child is now at that age that he's the last year at junior school. So he'll be going up next year. Is that starting to feel harder because it's the second child? Yes, it is. Because, because I've got that big gap, I've almost had school experience repeated yes. does that make sense what I'm yes. saying yeah so I went through primary school secondary school then then the younger ones in primary school I feel a little bit odd that he's going to go to secondary school mm. and that primary school era is done that's yeah. done now yeah you know? that's behind and, mm. yeah and it's quite nice the primary school it, it's quite it's quite sociable and quite mm. fun almost and now I know that we're going to the stage where he's going to turn into a teenager and he's <laughs> he's already independent isn't he and he's yes. just gonna be off I know in secondary school now and he's gonna be and the school that he's going to I don't even need to take him to he can take himself there and bring himself home oh my goodness so even that's gonna be taken out of the equation which is good for, for me time-wise yeah but mum-wise I feel a little bit like Oh, not needed so much. <laughs> Your eldest has just started the second year in sixth form. How's that feeling? Because that's really technically his last year at school. It is as well, because he uh. doesn't want to go to university. Mm -hmm. So this is sort of the last year of education. Yeah. Yeah. So I do feel a little bit 
redundant. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also got a girlfriend now. And mm-hmm. what's interesting with that is that he used to listen to mum before and now he listens to girlfriend. Do you, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you lose mum power there, which mm. is hard. And I can see that he's desperately wants to drive. He desperately wants to leave home. He desperately mm. wants to start his whole adventure, which is amazing, which is perfect. Yeah. But it is weird as a mum because you're like, oh my God, I'm losing them. They go in, yeah. they go in, you know? Yeah. And you know that we've always been quite close to you and Fred. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a tricky one. I suppose you've got to look at it that you've done an amazing job, that he is ready for the big world. It, I, I really find talking to clients that they have like, um, you have half of them that their child is really struggling going into you know, school to start with or secondary school and they're so anxious about it and it's pulling at their heartstrings and it's, but at the same time, it's quite nice because they're really needed. And then you have the other half of mums that are literally in tears because their child just goes off and their first day at school or first day at secondary school and don't even look back because they're, they're confident children that you've, they've done an amazing job at preparing them for each stage of their life, but they're upset because they're feeling not needed anymore. And it's such a hard place to be because it's like in a way your children are lent to you for a certain amount of time for you to bring them up to to make them capable of being in adulthood and living their lives so you only have them really for a short time they're always your children but you don't own them and it's it's, it's so emotive isn't it, it it's hard that's perfect what you've just said how you've almost been lent them mm. it's really weird because when they're a baby they're your like well they're always your everything but when they're a baby they obviously need you 100 percent. so yeah. you feel this oh my god I'm, I've got to do everything for this little human being mm. and then as as they grow your mum duties get less and less I suppose over yeah. time don't they yeah. and like yeah. you say but you don't think that when that baby's born you're like I'm now a mum I'm a mm. mum and I'm going to be mum forever. Yeah. But you're not. You're almost lent your child for a certain mm. amount of time until they go off in the big wide world. Mm. Yeah. And then you're back to being you again. Yeah, yeah you definitely. And, and a lot of women really struggle with it. I've had clients that I've had to really help with empty nest syndrome because it's like yeah. they have put so much into the children, which is amazing. But you still need to look after you. And I've used this yeah. analogy before. It's a little bit if you're on a plane and there is no oxygen, you don't put the oxygen on your child first, you put it on you first, and then your child, you know, you are a role model. But So they go off and do what they need to do, and then you're like, where am I? Exactly. Now, obviously, with this podcast, it's a little bit different, because I don't have children, but I deal with an awful lot of women that are going through different stages of either their only child has just gone into school, and it's breaking their heart, because they're so used to being with their child or the child's just gone into secondary school and they're much more independently they want their friends more than their their mum they're even turning around and saying well you stop me doing things I hate you and it's just it's hard and then I've got a few clients actually at the moment that have their child's just gone to university and it's their only child and they just don't know what to do with their lives anymore yeah and it's hard but what is good is that you, we, I, I think as human beings, we adapt to change quite quickly. You Do you know what I mean? I think some people adapt to change quite quickly, but there okay. are some 
women that I deal with that it takes them a long time and it doesn't matter what the change is it could be a loss of a loved one it can be the child going to school or going to work or moving away and they sometimes don't even get over that because it's so hard for them to actually let go me I'm like right I'm going to buy my house by the seaside now see kids (laughs) you say that you say that but I can see a difference I think you're right when your your boys were younger and it was they were going to school and you had more time you could do your business etc you had something in your life as well as your children you're a businesswoman you're an entrepreneur you like that side of things and it's part of you just as much as being a mum I'm seeing lately a little bit of a change in you as in I think Yes, you are so proud of your boys and they are amazing. They are a credit to you, but they're starting to not need you so much. And I think it's when it actually gets the crunch that, you know, your oldest moves away and then, you know, your younger one's getting older. It's like an end of an era. And I think, yes, you will handle it, but I think you'll find it maybe slightly harder than you think you will. I think you're right, actually, because I am already starting to analyse the situation because I can say it's the last year at school. I'm not allowed to call it school. Last year at sixth form. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I see my, almost like my power is being taken away. Oh, bless you. I know, I mean, but I, it's how it goes. I know. It's really strange that I think, even though the parent is going through so much of a change, the child is a child and they don't see the world the way you do. And even at 20, I had no real empathy or understanding of what my mum was going through. You know, I was getting married. I was going off on my (laughs) adventures. You know, I had my own place and it was fantastic. Not for one moment did I actually think, oh, poor mum, it must be really difficult. I I. I thought, yeah, I thought, well, she's got the twins at home. And with you, you you had your sisters at home. Um, Yeah, but that didn't even cross my mind. (laughs) No, it didn't. I was just like sort of... It's all about me. I'm just off now. That's what it's like, you know. Thought, well, it's easier for mum. She's got two instead of three, you know, (laughs) near enough adults in the house. But it's strange because it's it is really yin and yang, isn't it? It's like a new adventure and and something new and wonderful and something that has stopped and it's hard. Yeah, it's almost like it's gone. It's not it's not like you're grieving over it, but it is the end of an era. To, to be yeah. truthful, some some mums do. They, they go into grief. They really do. Mm. I suppose that's when you need to look at you. You yes. need to look at you, don't you? And find a new identity and reinvent yourself if your life has been totally focused on your children. You know? Totally. Because I I know with me, I can throw myself into working and I like I love doing that. So I'll I'll be sad, but I know that I'll occupy my time with something else. But I suppose if the ladies that don't if their children was their job, their world, you know, their everything day in, day out, that must be difficult then to think, what do I do now? Where do I go now? Yeah. Yeah. So if you are a woman that's listening to this and you are now suffering with emptiness syndrome and you really do not know where to go or what to do and you are completely devastated, and even if your last child has just gone into primary school and now you have a huge chunk of your day you aren't a mum you know you have to find something else to do and you're finding that difficult let's just go over a few things that are going to help you so to start with I would say give yourself time to adjust 
because it is a massive change in your life, especially if your child or your last child has gone to university. Your life isn't what it used to be, and it's not going to be the same. So give yourself time and just let yourself work through the emotions of, of how you're feeling. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. And then keep yourself busy. You know, I'm sure when you've had the children around the house that you haven't been able to do the things that you wanted to do. Go and see friends for a coffee or for lunch. And actually, do you need to sort through the house? You know, it's a new era. So maybe you've got things in the house you could actually clear up and chuck away or give to charity and just feel decluttered with your environment that's going to help you maybe not feel so cluttered in your mind. Yeah. Because when you're a mum, you don't have an opportunity to clean your house out. <laughs> no, no great opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I think a really big one is where before that you had more power and the child, you know, they were in your house, they did as they were told, etc. They're now independent when they've gone to university or they've left and, and working somewhere else. That it's more of an equal power. They are an adult in their own right, same as you are. And it's really hard to get that balance. You don't want to be sort of always on their case, making sure they're doing things because you can't be there all the time. They have to learn to do those things themselves. And they don't want to feel that every time they talk to you, that you're telling them what to do or what's right or what's wrong. And how often should you talk to your child? And I think it's not up to just you now. I think it needs to be something that's spoken about. It's like, how often would you like me to contact you? Some children might say, well, actually, once a week at the weekend would be great, mum. Another child that maybe is finding it a little bit more difficult might want to speak to you every other day. But find out from them what they want. Don't put on them what you want, because it's more that, of an equal relationship now. That is really good, what you've just said. I totally agree with you, because when Freddie's away from home, mm -hmm. I literally do a morning text and a good, how's your day, good night text. You, mm. you know, just... But I check in twice a day, every day with him, for sure. You almost need to see if your child, what, what they want on that. And my day. question to you is, is that twice a day for you or is it for them? Because it's if for it's me. for you, maybe that's not the right thing to do. It is for me. Yeah. I'm like, just checking he's all right. I'm checking he's up. <laughs> yeah. Checking <Okay>. he's alive. <laughs> and I understand yeah. that. And if he's okay with it, and to be truthful, knowing Freddie, he is okay with it. I think he would be, but I'm going to check now, though. Yeah, because I just think it's he might not need that every so like, oh, mum. But then on the other hand, I think with Freddie, it's like, oh, that's nice. Mum's checking up and making sure I'm OK. And I know she's OK. Yeah. You have to step back slightly. And I know that's really difficult. But if you have a schedule of when you can have contact with each other, you're both going to enjoy it. Instead of the phone rings and then going to their friend, oh, it's mum again. Yeah. Yeah, that's not yeah. a good place to be. Yeah. Now you've got all this extra time, start a new hobby. Totally. I'm going to clean the bedroom out. I'm going to turn it into a gym. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, we have spoken about this on our podcast before about hobbies and that you would love to have a hobby of learning to sing. But your life's busy. You still do have two children at home most of the time. You are working, etc. But actually, going forward, you are, as you say, not going to be needed as a mum as much. And OK, yeah. it's not for some mums going to fill that void completely because it's going to be a massive void. But 
by sitting there and just wishing things were different and looking at the past all the time is not going to make you feel any better actually finding a new hobby and doing it maybe with a friend and actually having fun and building your own life is going to make you feel so much better and to be truthful it's going to make your child feel better because there is such guilt on children when they look at their mum and she is a shadow of her old self and she's not doing anything and she's just at home all the time what pressure do you think that puts on your child yeah, if they feel they need, especially if they feel they need to visit just to make you feel good and stuff yeah. like that. Well, yeah, actually, if good... you can be a good role model and think, actually, I've always wanted to paint or I've wanted to learn a new language, you go out there and do it and show that actually you're a strong, independent woman and you can do it. More of an equal thing. It's not you finding out about them all the time. It's good for them to be talking and finding out about your life. Yeah, yeah. I think when you're so busy, if you're working and you're busy with your children and life's just hectic, that you go mm. to bed, you're tired, you're up, busy the next day. I think when you have free time, I think that you then think, I haven't got a big circle of friends. I want to do something, but I don't know anyone to do it with. You almost have to push your comfort zone and push yourself to talk to people to, to make them your friend, you know, so that then you can say, do you fancy meeting up in the cafe? We can talk about our sewing class that we're on or whatever. And that is, I mean, very similar to what I was going to say next was about revive your romance with your partner or find a new partner. But in the same way is actually rebuild your friendships, because how many friendships have just been like, yeah, you talk to each other every three months. And when you pick up the phone, it's like you saw each other yesterday, but you don't see each other very much because of your children are at school and you're too busy. Yeah. Just be in contact with some of your older friends that you don't see so much and make plans to do things with them. You have to build your life. No one else is going to do it for you. And now their child has gone to university or gone off to work, that they're sitting at the breakfast table looking at near enough a stranger, the other side of it, thinking, I don't know who you are anymore. Because you've been so busy being a mum that sometimes you're like ships in the night. You don't even have a chance to actually find out how you are, how you're feeling. So it's a really good opportunity. And if you're sitting there thinking, do you know, I don't know if I even know this person, not alone love this person anymore. Well, you love them at one time and actually start dating each other again and start having fun. It's only what we put focus on, which will improve in our lives. If you don't put focus on something, it's it's gonna die. And in fact they say it's it's about being in proximity with somebody, isn't it? When your ship's in the night, you're not around your partner and you almost look at the bad. Yeah. You know, and then and don't um, even know yeah. what they want or, or anything. Yeah. And, and it's it's once again being open and just saying, Spending look, it's yeah, it's it's just the two of you now, and you've just got to make plans for the future and enjoy your life. You've done your job now. They're independent young adults, and it's your time to have fun and do what you need to do in life doing it and talking about doing what you want to do in life and this is one of your favorite things start setting yourself goals and they can be tiny goals to start with you know things like you're going to learn to paint in two months time or you're going to join a yoga class it can be as small or as big as you want but set yourself goals because you would not get out of your house get in your car and just drive without a destination to go to And it's the same with life. If you just keep on just doing one day after another and it's the same old thing and you're fed up with it, it's because you haven't got a destination. You haven't got a goal to to work towards. So start setting goals and you will find that your life will go to a next level. 
And I know you love your goal setting. I do like a little goal setting session. One of the goals could be book yourself a holiday. If you or your partner or maybe a best friend, just plan something, you've got something to look forward to, makes a huge difference as well, because otherwise you're dwelling on what you've lost, where if you've got something that you're going to have, you can start setting your sights on that. Yeah, good point. If you have put so much into being a mum and you are now absolutely devastated, it is like a grief to you that you cannot cope. I know I've had clients in the past that literally have struggled to get out of bed once their child went to university. It was that hard for them. You need to seek help because it is like a grief to some people and it's not healthy to feel that way. And you need the support and help by your friends, your partner, and maybe going to see your doctor because there is another life outside of your children. You've just got to find the right mindset and the right actions to get there. But I know that we're all different. And for some people, it is extremely difficult. Yeah, There is a positive note, and that is stay positive for you. Because actually, if you stay positive for you, you're staying positive for your child. I know if you're a mother that's driven to do the best for your child, you feeling really sad and down and not coping isn't the best for them because they're going to feel so guilty that they've left home. So try to stay positive for both of you and show your child that you can make a really great life alongside their really great life. Yeah, totally agree with that. So whatever stage of life you are with your child, they've just gone off to nursery, if they've just gone off to junior school, if they're just starting secondary school, or they've gone off to university, remember you're a role model to your child. And yes, they are always your child, but their need for you will dissolve over the years because they are going to grow into adults in their own right. So enjoy them while you can. And if they've gone off to university, just be so proud of them and proud of yourself for getting them there and feeling good about themselves. So until next week, it's bye from me. Bye. Bye.